Hi, friends. Welcome to the Not Your Parents Religion podcast. I am your host, Pastor Robert Young, where we provide biblical answers to today's modern tough questions. Now, today we're going to be answering a question that we get all the time when we're out doing missionary work in various communities. And the question is, aren't all religions the same? Now, we actually answered this question a few years ago in our Roundtable Discussion Series Bible Study. (laughs) Are all religions the same? No, they're not. What is the difference between Christianity under its proper interpretation versus the other religions of the world. What is the difference? Jesus. The, say it again. Jesus. Explain. Well, other religions believe in idols, believe in prophets, believe in um, things that are not of the Bible, things that are not supported with Christianity. Yes. But they try to make it um, they try to make it acceptable. Yes, yes. Everything that you're saying we know to be true. Um, If you read the Bible, they say it says Jesus died for our sins so that we would have a chance to make it right so that we would have a chance to do whatever, whatever. Giving you that option to get your life together, to get right with God. Other religions believe in things like, oh, if you just do good things, good things will come to you. Yes, yes, I've heard that one. Uh, That's somebody that actually wrote a book about it. What is it? Not The Promise, but... um, it's a book that says the what secret. It, the secret. Whatever you put out into the universe, karma. it comes back to you. Karma comes yeah. back to you the way you put it out there. Right. To an extent, it's 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 faith based. Meaning, if you do good, good will come back to you. God will return those good deeds to you. Yes, I believe that. But as far as if you do good, then good will come back to you, and that's the way it works. No, no, there's nothing. No. We, we said something along these lines on another's talk. I can't remember which one it was. But we said, okay, let's go with that. What evil did Jesus put out into the universe? Right. None. Right. But yet, on every turn, he got it back to him. For, for that matter, uh-huh. for that matter, what did Buddha put out into the world? Nothing but wise sayings. But look what he got back in return. Or Gandhi. Or Gandhi, or, or, or people, yeah. Mother Teresa, even people yeah, like that. Yeah. So your that particular train of thought has some flaws in it. And I get it that they, in the reincarnation thing, and again, I'm not making light of anyone's belief system. I'm trying to, I think what we're trying to address here is that they're not all the same. As Jesus said, point blank, I am the only way, the only way to God. You cannot come to the Father except through me. It says that throughout Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. It says that. And what he was simply saying is that, listen, all your good deeds are good. 
but good deeds alone are not enough. Not enough. Because if, if that was the case, we had a local billionaire here, and I won't call his name, that went around giving $25 million here, $25 million there, $25 million there. 20, there's so many institutions in this area with, with his, with name, his on name on it. Yeah. yeah. And you would think, oh, my goodness, when he died, he's going straight to heaven. He's going straight. We don't know because the Bible lets us know man looks at the outward expression and he judges by those outward expression. But God knows the motives, the motivation of your heart. Right. Kind of like that crazy show we are watching, The Good Place. Yeah. The one woman who had raised $61 billion in her lifetime. And then she realized after being in The Good Place for a while that she did that because she wanted to try to impress her parents. Not because she really cared about the people that she was raising money for. We don't know the motivation of someone's heart for why they do what they do. Even though they might be doing things that look like they're good things. Mm -hmm. God knows the motivation. You don't know why we preach on the street. I could be preaching on the street just because I like the attention. And then when I get to heaven and say, Lord, didn't I preach on the street for you? He said, well, you weren't doing that because you loved me. You just liked the attention that people gave you when you was on the street. Now I'm sitting there looking like a fool. Come back. <laughs> hey, wait a minute. Can we get a do-over here? <laughs> Send me back. Let's Come get a back do-over. Get it right. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, that's just one point that um is is the one point that matters and is the only point that matters. Jesus said that, listen, I am God in the flesh. I'm fully God and I'm fully man. And unless you come through me, you cannot make it to heaven. No matter how many good deeds you do, no matter how good many accolades you get from man down here, don't mean anything. Because God's got a different standard than what man has. Because that local billionaire that we had, um, people praise his name. They praise his name, but we, we noticed that once he couldn't get what he wanted, which was two things he couldn't get what he wanted. We wouldn't elect him as governor. <clears throat> and we wouldn't lower the property taxes of some of the houses that he owned. He packed up his stuff and moved to Florida. <laughs> he moved to Florida. He's like, I'm out. Then he made up some cocky mamie excuse as to say, well, the taxes are too high. Yeah, the taxes are too high for us. <laughs> for us regular people. So he, he packed up his took the gym ball or the basketball and moved to Florida. So we don't know what a person's motivation for what it is that they do. But we do know this, that Paul, the apostle, wrote a whole chapter in the book of Romans about works not being what gets you into heaven. And thank God for that. What if you don't have any works? You're stuck. What if I don't have millions to give or some talent to show? But I'm, I'm just a regular schmo like I am. It's about that relationship with the Father. And that relationship can only come through the substitutionary death that Jesus paid for all of us. Um, we haven't sent anyone to any scriptures yes, yet, just yet, so maybe we should. How about this one? John 3.16. Everybody knows that, right? For God so loved the world, and that was not just the Jewish people, but the whole world, that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believe in him, John 3, 16, should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God didn't send his son into the world to condemn the world on the first trip. 
but that the world through him might be saved. He that believeth on him is not condemned. Condemned to what? Condemned to hellfire and burning in eternity. But he that believeth not is condemned already because he hath not believed in the name of the only begotten Son of God. And this is the condemnation, that light, Jesus, is coming to the world and men love darkness rather than light because their deeds were evil. Not everyone that doeth evil, no, for everyone that doeth evil hateth the light. The light is Jesus. Neither cometh to the light, lest his deeds should be reproved. But he that doeth truth cometh to the light, that his deeds may be made manifest, that they are from God. In other words, Jesus is the only difference between these religions. He's the only and is the, the biggest piece, because without him, according to the scripture, whether you believe him or not, He's saying that unless you come through me and have a personal growing relationship with me, you cannot see God. And it's just that point blank. Those of us who are Christian have not only believed that, but we live by it. Questions? Comments? Do you think we've answered the question thoroughly enough? What are some of the other things when you ask someone or someone may ask about aren't religions the same? They're not because a lot of them practice good deeds. I know one particular religion, and I won't even call the name. There are certain um, practices that you have to do daily. Praying uh, three, four, five times a day, pointing toward a certain position. And you have to, at least in once in your lifetime, make a pilgrimage to a place. Nothing wrong with that. I admire their discipline. I really admire their discipline. I admire the discipline of the people that stand out there on the corner. Rain, shine, sleet, or snow. They're going to be there today, standing out there with their little books. I admire their discipline and their dedication. I think more of us Christians should have at least that level of discipline. And honestly... If we really loved God the way we say we do, we would be striving for that. And that's not to condemn any Christian. It's just the scripture says point blank, a tree is known by the fruit that it bears. Rarely do you see apples growing on a orange tree. Rare, unless somebody done grafted it and, and doctored it and did something to it. Right? You never, I have never seen cucumbers growing on an apple tree. Never seen that. So in other words, if you say that you're a Christian, there's going to be some fruits, and the Bible tells, tells us point blank what the fruits of the spirits are. Let's cover that real fast, and then we'll end. Can you look up fruits of the spirit? I believe that is in the book of... Okay, so we got um, where the Bible talks about the fruits of the spirit in Galatians chap chapter 5, verse 22. And it reads, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance, and such there is no law. And they that are Christ, they that belong to Christ, have crucified the flesh with the affections and lusts. If we live in the Spirit, let us also walk in the Spirit. In other words, if you are a child of God, you're going to have these attributes following you on a consistent basis. Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, and some of these words needs to be unpacked. I get that. Gentleness, goodness, and faith, meekness. In fact, let's look at it from um, 
a different translation and see what they say about that. <clears throat> they break the words down for us a little bit better. But the fruit of the Spirit, this is from the um, Amplified Version of the Bible. But the fruit of the Spirit, uh, the results of his presence within us, is love, unselfish concern for others, joy, inner peace, patience, not the ability to wait, but how we act while waiting. Mm. Kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Now, if you are a child of Christ, you should have those characteristics or attributes working in us on a consistent basis. Not every waking moment because we falter and we fail sometimes. And, but on a consistent basis, we should at least see some of those things. Amen? Amen. So, in conclusion, um, aren't all religions the same? Sean has rightly answered that for us and said, no. Because Jesus said, listen, I am the only way to God. Belief in me will help you Belief in me and living according to the principles that I've laid out in the book will help you to get a growing, established, growing relationship with the Father. Hey, friends, before we go, thank you for listening to the podcast today. I hope and pray that it was informative and that you got something out of it and that it maybe even answered a few questions in your mind. But Listen, if you have been listening to the podcast and you realize that you want to know this Jesus Christ that we're talking about. You want to know God and his son, Jesus Christ. Well, it is my distinct privilege and honor to lead you through the process of getting to know him better. And the process isn't complicated, doesn't require a whole lot of um, steps. It's simply acknowledging that you want Jesus Christ, that you have through the course of your actions and things that you've done in your life. For the Bible says that all have sinned and come short of the glory of God or pleasing God. That you're genuinely remorseful for about the, thing, about the things that you've done. Then say this simple, simple prayer, yet sincere prayer with me, and mean it from the depths of your heart. Father, I realize now that I am a sinner. I repent of my sins, and I ask you to forgive me of my sins. I believe that Jesus Christ died on that cross so that I could be forgiven. I believe that Jesus paid a debt that I could not pay. I receive him now by faith as my Lord, my Savior, and my guide. And Father, I ask that you would feel me with the precious gift of your Holy Ghost so that I may draw closer to you. Father, I believe right now that it is already done, that it has been done, and I receive it now in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, congratulations, my friend. If you've said that with a sincere heart, the Bible lets us know that your name has been written in the Lamb's Book of Life. And long before you leave this earth, long before you die, God wants to continue to grow with you and have a relationship, a personal relationship with you as father. Now, I would encourage you to find yourself a true Bible believing church. Doesn't have to be a huge church. In fact, you know, if you've been listening to our podcast for any length of time, that we specialize in house churches. 
But regardless of what the size is, a church that is truly preaching the word of God and helping you to grow closer in your relationship with God. If you need more information or clarification, as always, give us a call at area code 585-331-3424. May God bless you and we see you again on the next podcast.